Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 43. Today, we will be discussing Game of Thrones season 8, episode 5, with the theme of alternative. We will also discuss the shows Dead to Me, Cobra Kai, and Jailbirds. Before we dive in, how are you today, Diana? I am good, Brooke. I had a great day, even though the weather's kind of funky. <laughs> it's so funky, and I'm super allergy today. Aww. Like pollen or must be in the air. I have yeah. no idea. It's raining out here in the Silicon Valley for yeah, all of you who are not is, in this area. Yeah, which is odd. It's May. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I'm wearing long sleeves and a scarf to work this morning. Yeah. Last uh, week it was hot, so... Yeah. Anyways, so this weather's throwing you off. Yeah. But yeah. But I'm on vacation next week. Yes, oh, yes, cool. Yes. So I'm I, excited. You care to share where you're, where you're going? <laughs> Universal Studios. Oh, you lucky. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. That's cool. I wish I had something cool like that to talk about yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was your week? It's good. It was all good. You know, it's just the beginning of my week, really. So um, just pretty chill. Oh, we had Mother's Day. Hey. Yeah. Didn't we go over that? We went over that already. Oh, no, we didn't. No, I haven't seen you. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? <laughs> the time, I told you, I'm all messed up. Totally. Yes, Mother's Day. I You talk first. Well, no, I all I did was my mom and dad, they surprised. Well, it wasn't really a surprise, but kind of at the last minute, they just told us that they're coming. And they live in Arizona. Yeah. So they came out, and I was so excited. And uh, I didn't really have plans, so I just made brunch for my mom, my husband's mom, and we oh, all had... Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was nice backyard yeah. brunch, and I made huevos rancheros. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was so delicious, and I've never made it before, and I've actually never really eaten it either, but it looks good and it sounded good, so... <laughs> You're like, I'm trying this. Yeah, it was good. That's so awesome, it was a hit. How about you? Uh, we went and visited my mother-in-law, which was really nice, because we haven't seen her in a little while, so it was really good. Aww. The whole family went. Oh, I saw and, your picture. Yeah, and... Um, and the boys did good. I got two new vinyls. I'm really yeah. excited about them. It was Bohemian Rhapsody and... Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, but the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody had a lot of live... Because um, one of my sons says, Mom, I know you have Queen, you know, and you have a lot of their stuff. But I said, I don't really have anything of them live. Mm. So this will be fun to listen to. Oh, cool. So, oh, I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited. Yay. I happy got some Mother's Day. Pretty flowers, too. Oh, so That's so nice. Yeah. So it was a good Mother's Day. Cool. Yeah. Well, I have been, you know, just pondering these past couple of days about this previous episode that we just watched. Yeah. On Game of Thrones. And I am so... It just had me really concerned um, about the how quickly one can change, or maybe how one can change their opinions or views, and which direction that you would possibly go. So I'm just wondering, how far would you go if you were in a situation where your moral and value meant more to you than uh, possibly what you were having to defend or turn to the other side? So if your morals and values could save thousands or even millions of people. Would you put your life before that? I I would hope that I would. Yeah. I mean, there were so many characters in this episode. But you mean like in but but see the thing 
See, I keep relating it to Games of Thrones. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if when you're asking me that, if I'm thinking in that regard, because with Varys, he it was his opinion. It was his opinion. But it's different. Like, do you know something? Do you know if you need to follow your morals, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, save people? I would say, yes, I would go for that. But look at Tyrion. You know, he knew the right thing to do. But he, well, he was had faith in her though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't think he just followed her. I think that he was really banking on her doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. So that would be really tough for me. I mean, like you said, I would, I would want to. I would hope that I would be that person. You know, but um, but there is fear, and it's like, okay, yeah. do you have family? I'm do you have scared. kids? Yeah, yeah. So, people out there, let us know what you would do. Would you be that person to stand by your morals, or would you stand by the individual that you possibly disagree with, or situation that maybe you don't approve of? Let us know what you think. Let's say. Let's say death is not on the table because I'm thinking to myself, people would stand up. If it just meant turning your back on something, yeah. would you stand up for your you know, morals? That's even a hard question, right? Because totally. what if you were to lose your job yeah. or what yeah. if you were to turn away a, your family? Mm. I mean, would you stand up? Right. I, you know, I'm talking about extended family or whatever it might be. Um, Well, there's something that, yeah, I'll bring that up way later when we talk about the shows that we watched. But there was something that I did see last night um, and they did have to go. They had to think about that. Yeah. And it was pretty intense. I felt really bad. Mm -hmm. This was documentations or like a documentary. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. So let us know. Um, You can follow us on our Instagram, uh, Twitter and subscribe to our website and uh, like our YouTube channel. Yeah. Let us know. Okay, we just watched Game of Thrones season eight, episode five, and the bells. The bells, Mm -hmm. and we are going to discuss it with the theme of alternative. Yes, but Brooke, what were your overall thoughts before we dive into that? Oh boy, oh boy, yeah, this episode, you know, I was pretty shocked. And, you know, it wasn't when I saw that Daenerys burned the city of King's Landing. I just knew that something bad was going to happen, even prior leading up to this. Yeah. But I didn't think that Daenerys was going to lose to Cersei. Uh, Now, what I did not expect was to see how badly Daenerys would take Jon's rejection. I did not foresee that. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially since it appears that she does not trust, nor does she accept the fact that he doesn't want the throne. And he keeps promising, he keeps his promises to her as queen. Yeah. As his queen. And I could see that Daenerys' character has been sculpted to becoming quite mad throughout this season. Um, I truly didn't expect her to take out her tyranny on the innocent and this is not typical behavior for her in this capacity i know and honestly the writing and the season timeline forced that mad in her a bit strong in my opinion Mm -hmm. but 
it is Game of Thrones, and I am still <laughs> loyal to this show. So it doesn't bother me. I just didn't see that. Yeah, I I was uh, a bit in shock, too. I, mm-hmm. I feel... I, I didn't think Danny, of course, was going to really go through with a lot of the things that she did. Mm-hmm. And I can't see how this will end good between her and John. Right. And with just one more episode left... I don't know. Plus, I'm so afraid for Tyrion. I mean, I don't see her allowing him to live, but somehow I hope that she does. Yeah. Um, You know, we'll talk about it more in depth about this, but I was surprised by Arya leaving before killing Cersei and with the way that Cersei and Jaime died. But after rewatching it a second time, I I had a different perspective. You did? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, where did you see the theme of alternative in these episodes? Oh, or in this, episode? in this episode? Yeah. Immediately in Dragonstone, the opening scene with of this episode, we see Varys. And he's writing a letter explaining the truth in the discovery of Daenerys and Jon's relation. And that Jon is the rightful heir to the throne. So, he's explaining this to somebody. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, I mean... Who he was sending I that know, to. I know. I want to know who's supposed to get this. Who's going to get the raven? Yeah. Um, and so Varys is clearly, he's also clearly trying to poison Danny um, in her food by the little girl from the kitchen. And the little girl responds that she hadn't eaten. So I guess that explains why she's still alive and just decides <laughs> to kill everybody instead. Um Varys also encourages John in attempt to support his right to the throne. So yeah. um, Varys even says to him, every time a Targaryen is born, the gods toss a coin. And I we've know. heard that saying before. Yeah. Danny becomes aware of Varys's betrayal. And she simply did what she threatened him before. She kills him by dragon fire. Mm-hmm. Varys had the option in this alternative for... Um, you know, he could have played along with her and just waited out and see what would have happened naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he chose the alternative route and got himself killed. Yeah. So I was pretty anxious during that episode. And, oh, when you, when he's sitting there um, and the footsteps are coming to his yeah. room. And then Varys, he quickly burns uh-huh. the letter. And then he removes his ring. Yeah. And I realized that he knew right, he did. that his time was up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, dang. Quite like how Melisandre ended her life yeah. when she removed her jewelry and then That's she turned true. into dust. Yeah. So. You know, I had no idea that Varys was trying to poison her. Yeah. I didn't get that. For, I didn't realize that. But it makes sense now. Yeah. <gasps> but like, I was like... <laughs> I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> I, and that's why that part didn't. So I'm like, what does that mean? Why is that little girl saying they're watching me? And uh, and then he says, well, try again. I thought they were just trying to feed her. But then I thought, why would the guards be watching? That was so. so that, yeah. But with you saying that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Sneaky, that huh? was gutsy. Yeah. And, you know, if that's true and her of course she has to kill him. I mean, if if she knew that, I mean, it totally makes sense. I thought she was just going with betraying her because Varys was telling people he, uh, John was the true heir. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that's why she was 
um, sentence him to die. I don't know if Danny knew that she was being poisoned or attempted to be. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe she did. Because we they yeah. didn't. I, I don't right. think that they yeah. were very clear on that. Right. Um, but. But I think you're I think that's a really good observation and really good, you know, thought. Yeah. I think yeah. you're you got something there. Yeah. That would have been that makes crazy. total sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then um, Tyrion tries to convince Danny of the alternative to killing all the innocents at King's Landing. Uh, he says, the people out there aren't your enemies. They are innocent, like the ones you liberated in Marine. Thousands of children would die if the cities burn. But then Danny says Cersei knows her enemies' weaknesses and uses it. She thinks our mercy is weakness. Mercy is our strength. Mm-hmm. So, but... She's not even listening to Tyrion because she, she sets out for battle anyway. Yeah. I felt like Danny and Tyrion has they've been down this road before and unfortunately this was worse than the times before um that they've had gone through this. You know, that's because people keep dying on her, mm-hmm. right? I think in the beginning she kind of listened to him, but she lost Jora. Mhm. Masande, mm-hmm. her dragon. So the ones that she she loves, she is changing, changing her. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. So, and then with Tyrion, um, I mean, he's always supported her, but he's he's maybe well, not he's giving a Lannister. her not giving her the advice that that mm-hmm. served her the best, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think he ever gave her advice to harm her, or hurt her, or to make a mistake. It just like. You know, this was what he thought was right. So I just feel like with all of that, it's just, I think she kind of doesn't want to listen to him anymore. Well, yeah. And he would have been so easily replaced um, when they were getting ready for the Great War. Mm -hmm. She was so ready to just take him out to the trash. But, you know, you're right. Danny just had enough this time. And with a snap, she snapped. Yeah. Just like that. So when Tyrion pleads with Danny and tries to encourage her to see the alternative by waiting for the ringing of the bells, which mean that the King's Landing has surrendered Mm -hmm. and Danny would then stop the attack. But Danny informs Tyrion at that time that uh, Jaime has been caught. And if Tyrion tries anything to betray her, she will execute him. I know. Dang, she's like... I mean, she tells him, next time you fail me, it will be the last time you fail me. Yeah. Holy crap. She's, she's just not taking it. No, she's not messing around. So. So Tyrion helps Jamie escape because the alternative is that Danny will have him killed. Mm-hmm. This brotherly interaction really pulled at the heartstrings for sure. They have each other's backs. Yeah. Tyrion tells Jamie exactly what to do. That he has to convince Cersei to change her course of action, an alternate plan, and leave with him because that is their only chance to survive and protect the baby. Otherwise, Danny will kill them for sure. And Tyrion tells Jamie where to go and lets him know that a boat will be waiting for them to sail off and mm-hmm. to start a new life. And then Tyrion says he never thought he would get to repay the favor. 
Um, and Jamie says, your queen will execute you for this. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion tells Jamie, if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't have survived oh, childhood. I know. Oh, my God, that was heartbreaking. It was. He says, you were the only one who didn't treat me like a monster. You were all I had. Jamie mm. looks at him. Oh, my God. I know. They hug. I love their hug. They hug. And you hear them crying. I know. That was so wonderful. It was breaking my heart. Mm. I was so, I was in tears. Yeah. And I love, love, love these brothers. I know. I love siblings. Oh, they did, Yeah. That was iconic for me to see how much Tyrion wanted the best for even for his sister. I thought that too. I'm like, what? But I'm glad you brought it up because yeah. I thought the same thing. I mean, you know, even at the gates in the last episode. I think it's because, though, I don't know if it's really Cersei. I think it's because he loves his brother and his brother loves her. I think he wants what's best for his brother and the baby. Yeah. Because really, why would you back Danny if you know Danny's going to take your sister out, right? I mean, right. Um, but he does want them to have another chance to get out of there. Those are his siblings. I mean, even yeah. though Cersei is so cruel, and she 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 also treated, she him, treated him so him badly, horribly. Yeah, somewhere deep down in there. Um, yeah. So then, you know, as he wants the best for his sister and Jamie. <laughs> And to run off in the dinghy, mm-hmm. that is, and so they can raise their baby. And yeah. I just, I thought that was so compassionate, such a great sibling, like sibling thing to do mm-hmm. to protect your family. But that's what is scary about trusting people. I know. And that's like our question, you know, like this is the moral here. Like those are his siblings, but he's supposed to be backing um, Danny and he's. And that's who she wants, Cersei, right? She wants to hurt her. And he's like, oh, but see, that's he did it. True. And, like, so risky. <laughs> that's true. But, um, and like, so the saving like thousands of people. Like, yeah. what if she found out? And, like, yeah. so he, he had so much on the line. He did. He did. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know what I just thought about um, was when he told Jamie. Tell Cersei or ring the bell. Make sure you ring the bell because that will be Danny's um, reason to know uh-huh. that everybody's surrendering. And you know, yeah. And I thought right when he told him, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to use that. I thought they were going to ring the bell to make them all think that they were surrendering and then trap them. Because oh. I, I thought Jamie for a second, I'm like, oh, would Jamie use this? And, you know, use it against Tyrion to save Cersei and everybody else. And I was scared for a moment. But that didn't end up happening. It didn't. <laughs> but I know, it I was did still go waiting. my mind. Because it was pretty quiet with the dragon just sitting there and, like, waiting and waiting. I'm like, what's going to happen? But mm-hmm. then, so, and then in King's Landing, when we see the scorpions and the Iron Fleet blasted, yeah. that was so gratifying to me. So uh, gratifying. We did see Alternative here, too, because she came in better strategic than we saw last week when she was defeated by the Iron mm-hmm. Fleet. She came in swooping in on Drogon via the sun behind her, blinding Euron. <laughs> so, blinding <I> said, who? 
That name. Who? You're yes, on. I'm not the only one. No. Yes. You're totally not. It's so hard to not say that. But he and his soldiers, right? So as she flew Drogon, she, she came in low and she came in behind so that the scorpions took more of an effort to aim and reload. And once she finished the Iron Fleet, she then went in to the scorpions on the walls of King's Landing. So perfect. God, yeah, I, I too, was so thrilled with this part. I kept saying, oh, my God, they better not kill the dragon or I'm just going to hate life right now. I was scared at first. But then you could tell she came in with a strategy and she really came in strong. And so did Drogon, I Drogon, Drogon, yeah. Drogon. Man, that fire was just coming out like a blowtorch. Almost like he was. Maybe he was mad. You know, like he was like, "Hey, you killed my brother." Yeah. So I just I'm like that scene. after you, yeah, because he. I felt like he was more powerful than he's ever been. So I don't know if she feeds him like energy wise, or if he's got his oh, own yeah. thing going. I don't know, but he was he was on fire. He was on <laughs> it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he. They came in really far from that sun. I mean, like so tiny. Yeah. Oh, is that? And then it's like, yeah, <gasps> boom, and yeah. you're stuck. You're just sitting ducks. Yeah, sitting ducks. So that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love that part. But. I did too. Mm-hmm. I really did. So Daenerys does not stop when the bell rings. So the look on her face, as if she was fighting that alternative is a look that spoke a thousand words. Yeah. I was like, what's she yeah. going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and she was facing revenge and also for the fact that she believes that she is not and will never be liked or loved by the people in Westeros. She has lost her confidence, possibly, and maybe she has lost herself since the Great War. Um, she has been betrayed, and with the recent discovery of John being true heir, mm-hmm. she is fighting within herself. Daenerys decides to destroy the city of King's Landing, along with thousands of civilians, including innocent children. Yeah. Daenerys turned to the dark side mm-hmm. and made a tyrant decision and basically went rogue yeah, on this did. one. Yeah. This was a total letdown to any chance that she would have had at the throne and blew it all away with dragon fire. Who will stand by her now? I know. I'm feeling conflicted by all of this. One part of me says maybe this will give way to John sitting on the Iron Throne and Sansa being satisfied about all of it. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, Danny was a really smart, strong woman who deserved this. And now within a couple of episodes, she's gone off the deep end. And how can this be repaired? Doesn't seem likely. I don't think so. I think she's going to have to go back to Bravos or something and like just take rocks. Like I don't know. I almost wonder, my God, will she die? That I, I can't even imagine how they're going to wrap this up in one episode. I have no clue. I'm just totally, I don't know. I'm stressed out. Mm-hmm. So... so the Hound mm-hmm. gives Arya an alternate choice. She is bent on killing Cersei, whether she herself lives or dies. Mm-hmm. But he tells her that Cersei will die by fire 
or Dothraki or a dragon. Yep. But Arya still wants to kill her and starts to walk away. But he grabs her and says, look at me. I have known revenge my whole life and this is not what you want. If you follow me, you die. She calls him Sandor Mm -hmm. and thanks him. At first, I was surprised she left. I didn't think she would leave without accomplishing what she set out to do. But after watching this the first time, it felt incomplete. But after watching it again, I had an alternate opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was because I knew that the Hound really cares for her and was giving her good advice. Plus, there were high odds that Cersei would indeed die. Right. And I think if there was any question, she would not have left at that moment. Right. And when Arya makes the choice to leave, I was so proud of her. Uh, Some things are better left untouched, and Cersei was pretty much doomed either way. So Arya, she can't control everything, and I am glad that she did not stay to face Cersei. Thanks for not doing that. Um, Worse things could have happened, and she needs to live. She has a purpose in life, and her mission is still, it's not over. I know. She had said in the last episode that she doesn't plan to come back to Winterfell. Right. But I don't think that that's where she was supposed to end. Not in King's Landing. Right. No. Not like that. Well, of course, I don't want her to die, but that doesn't mean she would have died. But I guess... With everything falling down, she would have died. But I don't know. I just think that she wanted this for so long. And then you just, I don't know. There was too much of a threat, though. I mean, this wasn't the right way. She's an assassin. She's trained an assassin. So this is not, this this was like out of her league, I think. I mean, you can't control total destruction. She can't, she's not that much of a a magician. Like, yeah. (laughs) You know, like she has, she has, she serves a better purpose and more of a purpose than that. So when Sandor meets his brother or what's left of him, that freaking monster freak, it was a moment he has been waiting for. And it actually seemed like the moment both of them have been waiting for. Their family feud has been their way of life. Mm -hmm. And that Gregor, a.k.a. the Mountain, can give two craps about Cersei (laughs) and busted Quyburn's head so easily. (laughs) Oh, it was gross. It was like, Yeah. (laughs) Cersei's just like, I'm out of (laughs) here. It's funny because at that moment, I'm like, she just walked. And I'm like, oh, she's not afraid they're going to... I don't know. You never know what people are crazy they're going to do, but she's able to just walk away. So I'm like, I'm getting the heck out of these two. These, yeah, she just snuck on past. She was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then Gregor goes straight for his brother. That fight was pretty scary, Mm -hmm. if you ask me, and it was so intense. Yeah. I liked how they filmed that scene Mm -hmm. in connection to Arya as she herself is making her way and being tossed around the city as it falls. Yeah. So that was a really interesting connection that they've had since they've met. That I I like that they brought that into this last season for him. And once Gregor has Sandor by the eyes, I was for sure thought that they were going to pop i know but they were bleeding yeah it was pretty nasty and we've seen that before Mm -hmm. but sandor knew that there needed to be an end to both of them as he stabs him in the eye he just won't die um he had to throw themselves off that castle into a fiery plummeted death 
Well, hopefully Gregor is dead. By the way, did he look like Darth Vader to you? <laughs> I know people are making <laughs> so many references oh, really? to oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, whoa, right when he took off that helmet. And it was just like this walking dead man or being still recognizes his brother from their past. So it's really interesting that they were able they were able to have that closure. Yeah. <clears throat> die this, together. This fight scene was so good. You're you're right. I mean, and the mountain would not die. Yeah. I mean, the hound stabs him with a big fat sword and the mountain pulls it out slowly. Mm-hmm. And he's all yep. And he keeps fighting. And then Sandor chuckles a few times because he cannot believe it. I can't believe he had that big knife through his eye and his skull, and he was still kicking. Mm -hmm. Even though the hound was afraid of fire, his hatred for his brother was more powerful, and he had to kill them both. There you go. Yeah. And I felt satisfaction for him. That felt good. He was an amazing character. He deserves... A huge memorial for this um, show. Yeah. I mean, he was such an influence in this uh, show, don't you think? I What I really just realized right now and like was that so many people changed along the way. Yeah. Jamie changed. The Hound changed. Yeah. Not everybody, of course, but some people had a transformation. It was... Which was you, good to see. Yeah. Really good. He changed so many times. I think it's because these people really did have a good heart. They were just driven by their circumstances, their childhood, their upbringing, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. to act a certain way. But and there was so much pressure leading up to this um, episode. Mm -hmm. Well, and the the finale because it's it is true to the name Game of Thrones after all. So, yeah. ooh, in the Red Keep, Cersei and Quyburn are discussing the attack um, from Drogon and uh, all the Unsullied. Cersei is in complete denial. I was watching the city burn, and I couldn't believe that she actually thought the Red Keep wouldn't fall just because it hasn't fallen in the past. Mm-hmm. Sad. So, Jamie finds Cersei down in the crypt. And the Red Keep is collapsing around them. Right. I mean, she's crying, saying she wants their baby to live, and she doesn't want to die like this. And Rubble is at each exit, and he knows they're not getting out. So the alternative is to calm her down, and he tells her, look at me. Nothing else matters. They are covered with rock, and the music swells. At first, I was thinking, no one gets the satisfaction of killing her up close. Then I thought, it is more poetic this way. The showrunners said they came into this world together. They go out together. And you know what? This was a good ending for them. Mm -hmm. Jamie came to terms with who he was. And it was sad. And I also want to say that they are both tremendous actors, and kudos to them for these great performances for the last eight seasons. I know. I, their relationship was so addictive to each other, and I I was really glad to see them go the way that they did. Like, I did not think of Brienne at all 
in that moment while they were together because it was just about them. And mm-hmm. I just, I really loved how he wanted to, the way that he was caring for her and making her feel like, you know, it's it's okay, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was really sad. I was really sad, even though Cersei is so terrible. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying the, these performances mm-hmm. were so good because look how this relationship, an incestuous relationship. Yeah. Which, you know, you're like, oh, what are you doing? You I know. know. But they make you care about them. Yeah. When she saw him, the look on her face, I was relieved that he got to her. He was dying. Yeah. He, yeah, because she's all here bleeding. Your yeah. Heart. And he just got into a messy fight with mm-hmm. Euron. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I felt so relieved. And like you said, because of their performances, I just completely forgot who she was. And I just yeah. wanted them to love each other yeah. and hold each other and yeah. die together. Yeah, I it agree. Was perfect for them. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> so... And then watching Arya try to make her way out of the city was so crazy. She was almost torched so many times. She tried to save that mother and daughter and really thought she was going to. And then she tried to save that group of people by getting them, you know, out of hiding. Yeah. But they ended up dying anyway. I know. And she was definitely in a war zone. They even showed a burnt up little body, which I assume is a child because it is holding a wooden horse. That yeah, was it was so the little girl. Awful. It was a little girl that she saved. <gasps> oh my God, are you kidding me? I didn't know it was a little girl. Yeah. At first I couldn't tell. I'm like, what is that? Mm-hmm. What is that? I'm like, that's not a body, but I could see it was a hand. Yeah, because she was I'm, holding that. Oh man, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Because she... Because the mom says, here, take her. And she takes the little girl, but then the little girl pulls away and goes back. She She goes back to her mother. And then that's when, I don't know if it was Drogon at that time, the fire. Maybe things were coming. And and then Arya just just barely makes it. I know. know? So the showrunners and writers really wanted the audience to see and care about the people this was affecting and that was the reason they used Arya in this way Uh, she had to travel from the center of the city all the way out and had the hardest journey all the way she was in the red keep yeah (laughs) yeah that's crazy she's a warrior man yeah I loved her um, makeup, her special effect makeup. Yeah. With the blood all like yes. sideways on her face, yes. like stripes. It was crazy. But hey, you know that wooden horse at first? I didn't re- I didn't recognize that it was a horse at first. I'm like, what? I yeah. thought it was John's sword. I thought it was the wolf. <gasps> oh my sword. gosh. But then I realized, oh wait, that's not it. Okay, we're good. Okay, so Brooke, what other things did you notice in these episodes? Oh man. Episode. 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 Da, da, da. Um, hey, did you notice the score this episode? I noticed it yeah. with Jamie and... Oh, I probably noticed it other people, but I really noticed it when, with Jamie and uh, Cersei. Oh, my gosh. I was just, like, so pumped up. Dominic and I were sitting on the couch when the bass... Because we listen to it with our surround sound oh, every episode. Yeah. And so it's like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and me and Dominic are like, din, 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 din. I just need to like glow sticks no, or something. Because right? I thought I was going to start getting yeah. hypey. And uh, so that funny. was, I was awesome. It was so loud. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to watch it again just for the score. Because I've, 
actually also read that the score was very monumental this episode. Oh, yeah, okay, so yeah. it was very well done. I thought it just, ah, it I've just I've noticed it more in other episodes. So it's funny I didn't notice it here, but I think that's because there was so much. I was listening to all the people scream and oh, okay. and, and, and the fire and all that. Yeah. So that's what I was tr- paying attention to. And I really was because I wanted to know, oh, my God, oh my God, that person's screaming and that person's saying this. And, mm-hmm. It um, was really good. Yeah. But so. yeah, I'm, the music has been awesome all the other episodes, so yeah. I'm sure that it was just as good in this one. Yeah. Oh, and those blasts of wildfire around the city, mm-hmm. all the green explosions everywhere. Yeah. I read that it was speculations that there were landmines put there by Cersei's army. Oh. Yeah. Pretty clever. Yeah. Um, well, then she helped burn her city. Yeah. She. That's true. Um. Euron and Jamie's fight scene. What did you think about that? I hate Euron. No. <laughs> I yeah. hate Euron. It's like, how do you come out of the water? How are you the only one coming out of the damn water? I know. He's always smirking. And, yeah. Oh, I was so mad when he stabbed Jamie twice. I know. Oh, my, the kill oh my shot. God, you're killing him. But then mm. I was glad that Jamie got the last... Uh, in his gut and twisted it. And then he yeah. pulled it out so that he would bleed out. Yeah, good. So, <laughs> we're so... <laughs> he disturbed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for... I mean, like, he was a good... He was a good villain. bad guy. Yeah, yeah he was. But so I was just like... Like oh, I said, he man. reminded me of, of Merle. <laughs> yeah. He was. He's just like one of those people you just want to slap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the I really good. thought they yeah. were, Jamie, Jamie was going to get... Um, I thought he was going to get away. I, I, was, I like, So when I yeah. saw Euron, I was like, yeah. damn it. And then, yeah. like, they, you know, obviously he died a yeah. valiant death. You know, he did. So I guess it was right. But yeah, but he died thinking that he killed, you know. He died thinking that he killed Jamie. Yeah. But, but he didn't. We all know we're like laughing at him. Ha ha, you're in. You didn't kill him after <laughs> <You're> all. <in. laughs> um, oh, John had to kill yeah. his own men to defend and protect the innocent people of King's Landing. I know. And he was torn. You know, he had that alternative decision that he had to make. Yeah. And I was glad that he straight he stays true to himself. He yes, is he one does. that has never veered. I right. mean, his whole family is gone, except yes. for his siblings, who uh-huh. are now his cousins. But <laughs> still, like, yeah. they lost so much. And mm-hmm. look at him, he's still standing. Yeah. So, and he's still the man who he was from the start. Yeah. So, there were 22 stump people set on fire. Wow. And that's an awful liability. Yeah, right that's what I was thinking, because... I don't know. You see these things and you're like, oh, okay, they use stunt doubles and they use CGI and mm-hmm. they, no, they actually like put people in these, you know, yeah. outfits and lit them on fire. Yeah. Well, it looks better. I and guess. then, you know, they had 22 plus six people with extinguishers. But I'm thinking, oh, that still doesn't, that means one person per what if you're seeing i don't know i don't like those odds it's like oh that's scary that's really scary putting yourself on the line for a movie like well, that you know they have to have some like really high 
um, tolerance for adrenaline. And that's scientifically proven (laughs) that some people actually don't even have that. So they just push it to the next level. It's like that guy, um, Free Solo, the rock climber. Yeah. If you watch his documentary, they actually talk about it because he's one of those people that doesn't have it. So I feel like stunt people, they know what they're getting themselves into. And, like, they wouldn't do it if they, you know. Yeah. But I just think it seems so scary. I would never do that. So the director, which we've talked about before, um, but on this episode was Miguel. um, How do you pronounce it? I'm going to say Sapokanik. Sapokanik? Yeah. Oh, well. He did such a phenomenal job with this episode. From the dragon fire, the destruction, all the chaos, the people crying and dying in the streets, the explosion after explosion and all the white ash. And so many times Arya was down so many times. Yeah. It was just a lot. And yeah, I just thought visually this was fantastic. Well, you know what? I think... Um, Dominic brought up the fact that it reminds him of Pompeii. That's what Mike said. Yeah, and if you look at the way Cersei and Jamie hugged each other while they um, were when yeah. the walls were coming down, yeah. apparently there are remnants of people that you f- will see, yeah. or like they still have statues yes. today of holding yeah. each other. I I went there. Oh. I saw that. Yay! Yeah, awesome. they had a dog. Wow. Yeah, they had. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, that place is so something feel, to see. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Oh, you know, at that moment, I didn't think about okay. it, but, you know. Uh, but, yes. I mean, I like guess amazing. in this case, it's yeah. an intentional attack where mm-hmm. it's not just like nature's... Right. Volcanic ashes. Yeah. yeah. And I really loved when Arya stood up and she looks around and... You know, at all the devastation, and the only other breathing thing standing is a white horse covered in blood. Yeah, super bloody. They look at each other, and she walks to it and rides off on it out of the city. It was beautiful. Yeah, where's she going? Home. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Or somewhere. I don't know, but she's getting the heck out where's of Dodge. Going? Yep. It was just, I, it was just so funny how that horse, I'm like, where'd the horse come from? Why is mm-hmm. it sitting there? And he looks, he looked, I don't know if it was a he or she, but he looked so pretty with his hair I know. to the side. I'm like, horses are so damn pretty. So, and so what about John and Grey Worm? Grey Worm is seeking revenge and fighting and following Danny's lead. But John, like you had mentioned, mm-hmm. is like, no, mm-hmm. we can't do this. And again, like you said, he, he, he and he helps some woman who looks like she's about to be raped by one of his own men. Yeah. And he kills him. Right. Right. Because that's John. And then later he tells his men to fall back and Grey Worm is going to tell on him. <laughs> not sure what will happen, but they will not be on the same team. And Danny already feels that John has betrayed her. Well, what the hell would she expect? Did she seriously want to kill everybody that she knows, too? They would have all died. I know. I don't know. I don't know. That was such a huge... I don't know. But she's kind of... I don't know how she's going to be. She's out there right now. I know. She's super out there right now. I don't know. So, Brooke. Yeah? Why do you love Game of Thrones? I love this show so much because... 
I mean, at the moment, I'm on a high. Like, I'm on a super high. just because, And I'm, like, trying to figure out what am I going to do next week. I know. What am I going to wear for the finale? <laughs> what are we going to do here on Screens and Focus yeah, yeah, podcast? Yeah. yeah. we got to do something super special because this show means so much to me. It's crazy. Uh-huh. I've never felt like this before about yeah. a show before in my whole life. Walking Dead, I love this is this is ending though so like i feel like i'm on a like i'm in the moon yeah, right yeah, now yeah yeah, yeah. so i love like what this influence you know the show has influenced my life so much that i'm just so thankful to have had this experience experience yeah. but i was just thinking about the adrenaline <laughs> like mine must be so you know like anything will make me have that adrenaline because a freaking TV series yeah. gets me this I know, excited. I know. I absolutely love it. There's yes, so much. There is that. like yeah. so much to love about it. Uh-huh. And there's so little to not love. Like, yeah. So, you know, Aww. I just feel so good about it right now. And I'm just, I'm as sad as I am to see it go. I feel so grateful to have this show and to have it end. And hopefully the finale will like, we'll all be pleased. So I'm just looking forward yeah. to it. I'm sad, but I'm yeah. happy too. Yeah. How about you? Why do you love yeah. Game of Thrones? Oh, well, everything you just said sounded so perfect and awesome. Because, yeah, me, I just love watching it and love talking about it. I mean, it's like, gosh, what I live for. So mm-hmm. I love it. But I'm going to copy what you said last week because mm-hmm. I love it because they have a big budget. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is amazing what they can do to make this show come alive. Yeah. I mean, the production is incredible. And I was amazed by um, Drogon mm-hmm. setting everything on fire and destroying all the structures. Yeah. I mean, the structures, not just the people. And the way you had mentioned this, too, the way they had alternated between the hound fighting with the mountain and Arya trying to make it out of the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. She would fall down and the hound would fall down. Yep. And then one would get up and the other one. I mean, it was just so good. They were both epically done well. Is that a, I don't know if that's a word, but yeah. I'm saying it. And so just kudos kudos to all the crew and the cast that made this happen because there are so many people that had to come together to make this happen and just like how we should be on the walking dead we should have been on games of thrones right but since games of thrones is ending it's our mission to get on the walking dead yes it's our mission yes and the police are going to help us with it. Yes, because there's sirens coming. out there. I they're can coming. Hear. They're Told picking you. us up and we're <laughs> having an escort. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Yeah. So, Brooke, who does your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment in this episode? My my favorite character in this episode was Sandor the Hound uh, Clegane. And the reason why I chose him is because of where he began in the season. I mean, he stayed true to his vulgar self of the way that he speaks, you mm-hmm. know, and he's just very um, upfront, direct, he, you know, he doesn't hesitate. Um, but I really felt that he he deserved his journey the way that it did. So, you know how Bran was always telling everybody, oh... Um, if you hadn't done what you did, 
you know. Yeah, you wouldn't be who you are. Yeah, yeah. and I think that I feel that same way about him, um, Sandor as well, the Hound, because you know he was left for dead. He was almost killed by Brienne. Yeah, and um, I really think Arya and Arya. Yeah. yeah, their situation that was yeah. so like that, and he's made it through all the seasons, and I just really felt like this the scar that he had on his face the the trauma that he experienced with his brother mm-hmm. he had a valiant death for himself and for his brother i think yeah. his brother deserved what he i mean yeah too bad he didn't get him when he was still human and felt pain yeah. but um you know i feel like as much as he died the way that he did, or like how Cersei and Jamie died together, yeah. I think yeah. it was perfect for yeah. him to die the way that he did in this season because he just deserved mm-hmm. to go that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he really would have wanted to stay alive after all of that. I know. He was ready. He was like yeah. not coming back. So who does your award go to, character, quote, or moment? My award goes to Tyrion. Oh. For saving his brother and showing us that well for saving his brother at that moment mm-hmm. and for showing us that for him that blood is thicker than water he has been so brave and also he really cares for the people doing whatever he can to convince Danny not to hurt them and he waits for that bell to ring I mean he kept waiting and waiting and Ah, but it rang and that didn't really make a difference um, <laughs> yeah. you know he was hoping Danny would relent but yeah, she doesn't. And I hope she spares him and he somehow makes it through because he is a really good guy. Yeah, he's grown so much also. Yeah. And these seasons he's made it all this way. So, so awesome. Yeah. Well, that's a good send off. Yeah. So what else are you currently watching? Well, I'm really surprised at myself because I didn't really watch anything uh, not a whole lot. I mean, I'm watching The Shy. I'm watching Les Miserables. Uh, yeah. I haven't watched any new PBS shows, so I'm pretty good. Um, but I did watch a new show on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's a documentary or maybe a re- reality show, uh, but it's called Jailbirds. Okay. And so basically what it is, it's a county jail in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And they document women and a little bit of men because it's a co-ed jail. It's just the women and the men, they're separated on floors. What? So I watched the trailer and I'm like, okay, let me see what this is about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why. Like, I haven't watched a jail show in a really long time. So I'm yeah. like, I'm going to check it out. And I see that they're, you know, they're tell- talking about their stories of how they got there. They're like showing a little bit of like d- fights in the jail general population they had they showcase a little bit of uh isolation but what got me and i clicked okay was <laughs> they're like knocking on the toilets and i'm like why are they doing that yeah. and they start going hey hey and they're talking through the toilets to oh the guys my gosh. <laughs> so they're actually getting boyfriends and like just meeting people through the toilets that's so funny and then they'll be like oh yeah my boyfriend i met him on the bowl <laughs> on the bowl on the bowl yeah and you're like that's so and you're like talking in a silver gel toilet right yeah yeah and not only do they talk verbally yelling at each other through the toilets but they um they send each other kites 
And what's a kite is like they take their t-shirts and they make these really thin strips from their t-shirts and they tie them together like this, like making like, I don't know how many feet uh, they connect the t-shirts with spoons. And then attached to that, they put letters in plastic and they tie that to the kite. They can send letters through the toilets to men and women in the jails through the toilets. That's crazy. I mean, somebody has to go through all that. Well, they're pulling it out, Correct. right? So, yeah, yeah, they're, like, shoving the oh, things God. in the toilet. And then they're, like, tell yeah. them, People send, so, tell someone so-and-so stuff. at 3 o'clock yeah. that I'm going to send them a kite. And then they pull it out of the toilet because they're all connected mm-hmm. through floors. It's it, it was so entertaining. I binged the whole dang season. <laughs> it wasn't very long. It was probably, like, six episodes, seven yeah. maybe at the yeah. most. Um, well, that's a lot. I got stuck. <laughs> that's funny. I couldn't help it. So, yeah. yeah, Jailbirds, check it out, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What are you watching? Well, I told you last episode that I was watching Cobra Kai Season 2. Yeah. Because I'm a fan. Yes. I finished it. <laughs> and awesome. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to wait a whole year till the next one. <laughs> I have to tell you, well, I can't give away too much because I want everybody to watch it. And I want you to watch it. But that last episode, there was so much fighting going on mm. in a school, the oh. school, the kids oh. all over the place. Everybody was fighting all over the whole school. And you could barely saw any adults. And sometimes like you a would. rumble. Basically a rumble. It was crazy. And I thought, wow, they're going from that room to that room to that auditorium to that cafeteria. I'm like, holy crap. And they're going up the stairs. And it was like crazy. Um, But I just, if I, I really like it. And I just feel anybody that ah. loves Karate Kid will like it too. Okay. It is a little, it can be silly a little bit, but it's, it's good silly. It's not like whatever. It, I mean, it's, it's good and I okay. like it. I just recommend it. Okay. I get him. I don't know. I just I keep was totally saying I want to see it. Okay. And I heard that season three was renewed and that they are going to make season three available to regular YouTube where you do not have to subscribe except for that you will have to go through the advertisements but I think they're at least giving that option to people okay. rather than making you subscribe to you know their premium channel oh okay so um yeah so it's been good and what I love is that um uh the actors Ralph Macchio and um William Zapka I think it is um and he plays Johnny Lawrence I couldn't remember his name last episode is oh, Johnny yeah, Lawrence Johnny. <laughs> but they are just really buddies in real life and they did like a little YouTube uh video about their relationship through the years and about doing this and how they first auditioned and when they met the director and how it was and it was really it wasn't very long it was really short but it was just really cute to get that insight that's on cool them. yeah that's cool and so and then the other thing i don't know if you've seen this but it's called dead to me yeah their trailer it's christina yeah, and uh, linda cardinelli yeah i actually listened to linda cardinelli on chris hardwick's podcast and and they were talking about this and chris hardwick said oh I, what i love about this series there's at the very end there's a twist and then there at the end of the episode there's another twist and it's like you you're you didn't know it was going there i'm like ah 
They got me hooked. I got to watch it now because I love it when things just twist and it's completely different than what you expect. So I've only seen two episodes and I was like, what? But and I really liked it. So, okay, I'm going to check that out. And a coworker of mine said that she's watched the whole, I don't know if there's 10 or whatever. She said it was really cute. I'm like, cute? It's called Dead to Me. (laughs) She said, well, okay, it's it's funny. It's a dramedy. Um, So it's about her meeting, them meeting at a grief counseling place. And um, her husband is killed. Mm -hmm. And it's like by accident. Like Mm -hmm. he was a hit and run victim. And so it's just, it's, it's good. I like it. Okay. So. I recommend it. Dead to me. All right. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in. That's our show. We are grateful that you tuned in, and we hope something that we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity, or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We'll be uploading a new episode Tuesday, May 28th. Next show will be on the Game of Thrones finale. Ah! Season 8, episode 6. You can find our website listed in our show notes. And we have a new Facebook page. So go and like it. Screens in focus. See you next time. Bye. Bye.